Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Gabby. And I'm Sarah. And we are two physical therapy students on our journey to get that DPT debt free. And our vision for you is to get through PT school on your first try without any debt. Join us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. Like our episode title says, the real question everyone wants to know. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, work- dun. <laughs> Can you work in PT school? So we're going to be talking about that and want to welcome you to another episode of Gratitude. And we are live. I can see you guys. Perfect, Daniel. Thank you. Thank you, um, because I just had a moment. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so for those of you who are like, who the hell are you talking to? come on our Student Physical Therapist Network Facebook group where you can join our shenanigans and have everybody be on enjoying our shenanigans. So we're going to answer the question. But before that, let's do our weekly updates. Sarah, how was this week? This was my last day of didactic. Almost, almost. I shouldn't say that. Almost. I know you're about to celebrate. (laughs) I, I have a little bit of lecture next week for pediatrics, but besides that, I'm done with listening to online lecture. I just have to pass finals now and then do lab makeups. So uh, if you guys are listening on Sunday and you're not here live, you're missing out the live updates because I'm going back to school on Sunday. You're going back to school, but this is a really great moment because you're done with online classes and you have to take finals but that's a week and then so you really only have five weeks left of didactic like or just in general before clinicals yeah I honestly don't count labs as didactic I don't know what do you guys think because labs to me are like a totally different thing it's the hands-on portion it's the competencies and practicals that you're doing um it's it's almost like (laughs) pre-clinic and -hmm. in this case it is literally the last thing we are doing before we're cleared to go out on our clinical rotations our last long-term clinical rotations which is so crazy Oh my gosh, that's wild. You are so close. We're going to keep doing this every week. Just the countdown of it. So close. But I'm so excited for you. And I can't wait for you to start a new chapter and transition. But yeah, that's, that's amazing. And let's see this week for me, I have had this week off. So just been getting stuff done and decompressing from didactic, um, getting a lot of last minute things done for clinic, um, like trainings and COVID policy. For those of you who are on clinical rotations, we want to know. So put down below uh, if you're live or on replay. If you are on clinicals right now, um, oh, what's up, Joe Ranky? Let's see. Joe Ranky coming on. Yes, guys, there's a lot of resources on this. Yes. Go check out Joe's. He just put down below. Can you work in PT school? 
you can go read that. Yes. That's a good one. That's a good one. But yes, Sarah is so close, Daniel. Um, yeah, so I have this week off and then I start clinic next week and there will be more updates to come on that uh, when I start. So really looking forward to it. And yeah, it's it's coming down, coming down to the end of a, a, an era for- End of an era. End of an era. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <dramatic>. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, okay, so let's jump into it. So talking about, can you actually work in PT school? And we want to answer that and also go check out the resource that Joe, the link Joe put um, in the group. So, and we want to hear from you guys, guys who are on live. What do you think? Can you work in PT school? I guess, can you slash should you are two different questions. This, Mm -hmm. the answer to that is going to be different for everyone. If you're asking, should I, if you're asking yourself, should I work during PT school? It's a very different question than can you work during PT school? So, so broadly, can you, and for you specifically, should you, or are you, I know many of you are, you're like, yes, I've been working forever. And of course I'm going to still work during PT school, or maybe that's not your thought. It could go either way. Yeah, no, this is a, this is such a, uh, a hot topic question, especially now for students who are entering school, going into their first semester. Um, you know, for those of you who are online still and you have additional time and you're like you know would this be would this be good for me because you know I can easily go work at um, the local grocery store or wherever where they obviously need help and can do a few hours a week but you have to decide this for yourself so Daniel yes especially somewhere in the university to try and get a tuition waiver oh yes definitely Daniel knows. (laughs) Daniel knows. But yeah, we want to know, like, what kind of, you know, jobs have you worked in in school? Because there are so many and you've heard us talk about it. And we'll definitely recap some of the the top ones, uh, top things that students uh, do in school. And Sarah, what is let's do like the top three. So number one, top three. Oh, man. In PTs, like during PTs. Yes. Okay, so This is not a statistical thing that we are saying right now. This is just the top few that we personally have seen from talking to so many students and from our own experience. So I would say top one, personal trainer or slash work at a gym. Second one, I would say work at a bar or a restaurant. Third one, I would say work on campus, like a GA position or at the library, or, you know, at the student center, or at your Starbucks on campus, that's different than a Starbucks off campus, let me just tell you. (laughs) Uh, Those would be the top three that we see, and that we talk to a lot of students about. And of course, being a PT aide, or PT tech, whatever you want to say. Exactly. And, and also online, too, because the, the commonality of all those jobs where you would have to go in person, um, you know, some of the personal training stuff you can do online, but there's the other side of it where you can do online digital uh, work and whether that be some sort of like email marketing, social media management, podcast or video editing, whatever that, that may be. And as you, as some of you guys know, you you may see a trend with that, or people recommending, hey, these are students who are doing that right now. You know, go talk to them about it. And um, 
And so that's also huge because you don't have to commute anywhere. You can set your own schedule and batch out, you know, content or whatever you need to get done when you have breaks or not that much going on. Um, and so that's another uh, more recent thing we've heard students are doing now, especially uh, during COVID and uh, not necessarily working in person. Can I tell you guys a story of Sarah pre-gratitude? <laughs> My yes. work life pre-gratitude with a D, like our podcast. That's what I'm talking about. Pre-business. <laughs> uh, this was pretty much through undergrad. And I had this mindset because, you know, if you grow, if you grow up, um, like I was a pretty cliche, like middle-class child and, you know, the thing that parents always say, is like, oh, you know, work hard, work a lot of hours. And eventually, you know, you'll, you'll work your way up and then one day you'll retire and get to enjoy your life. Okay. So I had that thought always. And so back in the day, my dad had said, okay, if you get a job, I'll help you get a car because you, you need the car to get to the job. Uh, that's a whole nother side story. Maybe you don't really need a car to get your, to your job. You could get a train or whatever, but I didn't have a train or something near me. I was in like some suburbia thing. And so I got the job and my first job was at Burger King. <laughs> I choke on, I choke a little when I, when I say that, cause I was there for a long time. I was there for almost three years. And I thought, okay, I'm going to work hard. Now I have, you know, now I'm getting the car because I have a job. I'm a big girl at 16 with my Burger King job. <laughs> Gabby's over here laughing at me silently. None of you in the podcast listening can see her, but all of you live can see her um, because Gabby has, you know, Gabby and I have only known each other since, you know, post gratitude, whatever you want to say that, like since the inception and birth of this which is very different than ourselves before this. And when I was working at Burger King, I made $7.70 an hour. I think I actually started at $7.10 an hour back in, oh my God, when was I 16 years old? I have to math 10 years ago, 2010. Oh gosh. Back in 2010. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. My mind just got distracted because I said <laughs> my age in the year. Okay. So I made that much an hour, but the reason I stayed is because they had a scholarship for students. If I stayed there and worked so many hours a week, then they would give me $1,500 a semester. And so in my mind, I was like, oh my God, I'm already working here. I'll just keep working here and take that 1500 to put towards school, which many of you might be thinking, oh, that sounds amazing. But think about it. There are some students that we have brought on the podcast, actually many students that we've brought on the podcast, whether they are doing digital media marketing, whether they are doing personal training online, creating courses, doing whatever, they are making, you know, 10K a month, $10,000 a month regularly. Like that's the norm for them that they have worked hard for over the last year or so to get to that point. They weren't wasting their time at Burger King like I was <laughs> for $1,500 a semester. And a semester is about three months. So me looking back, me now looking back at that, I'm like, oh my God, I could have done something else. Now, do I regret it? No, absolutely not. Am I saying that that was not a valuable experience? No, absolutely not. But I'm saying that 
as soon as I saw other options and as soon as I saw other possibilities and what other people were doing and, you know, what was really possible if I were to get outside of my own head of what I grew up believing was possible for me and seeing what people are actually doing outside of that world, then the possibilities expand. And now here we are. Neither of us are working at Burger King. (laughs) No, neither of us are. And yeah, just thinking, I was just thinking back, like when I, I worked in food and Bev um, pre-gratitude and uh, I worked a serving job and um, a smoothie, smoothie place. And then uh, obviously with, um, and living in Charleston, I was in the restaurant and I don't regret that at all. But um, even like thinking about early marketing experiences and, um, and I'm talking about the salsa. (laughs) Well, I can, I can say the salsa story. I won't disclose um, what this job entailed, but uh, for the marketing uh, purposes, I don't think if Will Boyd or Alex Engar, whoever, if you're watching this, I don't know if I've told you this story before. We've said this on the podcast. I think it was way long ago. It was like the very beginning. So yeah. So I was, uh, I was working this job. And part of my duties was to go to the store, uh, get some supplies to make salsa. And there was a recipe and, and I was kind of in a competition because someone else was making it too. And I was like, oh, mine's going to be way better. So I, I got all the ingredients and I was making salsa in a back room (laughs) and I had some independence with this job. So uh, I would make salsa, make, um, I don't even know how many batches. Then I would drive to bring it to the, um, the companies that brought us customers. And so I would make the salsa and I would be super excited because I was like, oh, you know, everybody's going to love it. And then I would go the next time because this was a weekly thing for about, I would say, two months. And I would say like, oh, how did you like it? What can I do to improve? <laughs> so that was the marketing tactic for this company. And it was bribery, it <laughs> straight was bribery. bribery. It was straight this was not bribery. food and Bev. This was not food and Bev. Like, no. I mean, I think you're being vague. I think you can say who you were bringing it to and like the general oh. reason. Okay. Because so, we've already said it before. So I was working as a PT aide and I was bringing it to doctor's offices. So physician offices. <laughs> Um, and I was making salsa and this was towards the end of my time. I, I had been there for a long time and I was about to start school. So I had more independence. Um, but yeah, that's what I did for the rest of my time in this PT job. Um, good times. But also <laughs> and that's not. the beginning <laughs> of your salsa obsession. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> That is so funny. You guys, it's just insane. So, okay, let's get back to it. Can you work during PT school? The answer is yes, obviously. We're here to say that. Uh, Some programs actually make you sign a, I don't know what you call it, like a contract or something saying you will not work over a certain amount of hours outside outside of the PT program while you're in PT school. I know many programs that do that. I don't know. Does your, did you, you guys on the live, I can't even talk you guys on live. Does your program have you do that? Do they have you sign a little contract that says I will not work. Some of them say you will not work in PT school period. Some say I will not work more than, you know, 15, 20 hours a week while I am a student at blah, blah, blah university. I want to know because Mm -hmm. I think that's, 
that's kind of ridiculous. Kind of. I, I understand their, their intent. They're trying to be sure their students are paying attention to school and they're going to pass because they want their numbers to be good. Because if their numbers aren't good, they're not going to get more students. It's all about the marketing, right? The college has to have enough PT students continually wanting to come into the program. And if people are working really hard during PT school and not passing, then the numbers go down and then they have less students and it just is this horrible cycle for the program. But it doesn't have to be that way because especially now, many of you may have lost your jobs. I don't know if you guys on live, did you guys lose your jobs because of COVID? Are you not able to work at the restaurant or at that gym or on campus, personal training, one-on-one in person, face-to-face, whatever it may be, doing, being your P, doing your PTA job at the outpatient clinic, especially now, a lot of people don't feel safe going into an outpatient clinic. So if you lost your job now, I do want to point out that there are so many endless options. The internet is your oyster. The world is your oyster. You could do personal training on the internet. I've been doing it for years. Many people we've had on the podcast have been doing it for years, but now it's kind of forcing people to look for other opportunities and look for other options. And in school, those are the easiest options because they're flexible. You don't have to commute, like Abby said. And if you're doing something like personal training uh, independently, you pick your rates. You don't have to work for $15 an hour because <laughs> you got to work a lot of hours to even make a dent in your student loans if that's the case. Exactly. And use this time. You know, we talked about this in our three-day debt-free challenge, but let the efforts work for you. And it's going to take time. It's not going to come magically and poof, you're going to get 10 grand a month. It's going to take time, consistency, you know, you're, you're going to have to, you know, put in the work and yes, like it's going to be tough because there are going to be long days that you come home from class and you're not going to want to do anything, class or a clinic, whatever it may be. But really, you know, tell, ask yourself, like, why am I doing this again? And let that fuel you as you go on and talk to people, like talk to your mentors and especially when you're, when you're feeling really um, shitty about this, like talk to your mentors and tell them like, Hey, um, you know, I just need some energy motivation because I feel like giving up. And, you know, we have talked to students who, who are like at that moment of, you know, I don't know if I should keep going forward with this. And, you know, we encourage them and say, this is just a, a bump in the road. This is a barrier. Like you're going to get through it. And, you just have to know that you're going to come across those hundred percent and you know, you have to think, okay, why am I doing this? Number one, what is this going to bring me, you know, as a current PT student and then in the future as well, think about your future family, your um, like just your future self and you know that you can do it. And if you ever have any doubts, like, talk to the people who inspire you and, and really get back on track. Um, because it's, it's going to be worth it in the end from what we're hearing for students going through this right now and who are making a dent in their student loans and cutting tuition in half, it's changed their lives. And it will continue to, can you even imagine working on your own terms during PT school? with less stress. And of course you're going to have stress with whatever you do. 
Are you going to have more stress working your serving job 20 hours on the weekend? Or are you going to have more stress, you know, editing somebody's a business owner's podcast for five hours a month? Really think about it. Um, we're here to just show what the possibilities are. Get other students on here to talk about it. And we have something exciting coming on Sunday. We can't announce it yet because uh, the podcast releases before our announcement. So, okay. We can't say it yet. But if you're listening to this now or on Sunday, just tune in Sunday at 8 p.m. This is really killing us to not say what's what is coming soon, but this has literally never been done in the history of the planet. And I sound really dramatic when I say that, but it's true. It's never. True. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like it's so hard to keep this in, but, and I'm not good at keeping, well, okay. I can keep a secret, but struggles. I struggle with keeping a secret. So this has been really like hard for me, but I've been keeping it in, keeping it cool. So you all will find out Sunday at 8 PM Eastern and check it out because you know, you've heard us say like, Oh, announcements, but you have to tune in for this announcement. Like we will be live on our platforms and you have to be at this. So mark it on your calendars. It's going to be for like 15 minutes. Don't, it's not going to be a long drawn out thing. We're going to get straight to the point because this is going to change so many lives. Anyway, that's all. I'm stopping there. Changing the perspective on your ability to work in PT school, changing Mm -hmm. the perspective on being like, it should not be the norm that you come out with $153,000 of student debt loans from just grad school. You guys on live, please answer this for me. Should that be the norm ever? No. Ever, ever, <laughs> ever. No, that shouldn't be the norm. Why do we just accept it? Mm-mm. It's because we don't ever see anybody who has done anything different. I know that the reason Gabby and I are here is because we've seen other people do it differently. We've seen the people who graduate debt-free. We see students doing it now. And just because no one in your class is doing it, just because you've never heard of it, and that sounds fake, and that sounds spammy, because I don't know anybody who has graduated debt-free. Well, let's just prove you wrong on Sunday. Tune in. Hope you guys have a good rest of the week, and we, well, next next podcast, we'll be um, diving more into what we announce, and and more. So we'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for hopping on live for everyone on Facebook and we'll see you all on Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Big announcement. Bye. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.